the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young. Welcome to another Friday Live Workshop where we share strategies that are working in today's app space. And today's guest, he grew his app from zero to 100,000 users using a social media tactic that may be counterintuitive to what you might be hearing. He's going to break it all down for you in this live workshop. His name is Francisco Cornejo. He's a husband, father of two boys, and an entrepreneur. He sold and started, well, started and sold three different companies before turning 25. Now he's the co-founder and CEO of Storybook. We'll highlight that pretty soon. A parent wellness, parent-child wellness app and sleep app that has been featured by Apple as the best for bedtime with over 2 million downloads and ranked number one parenting app in 90 countries. So without further ado, Let's bring him on board, shall we? Hello, Steve. Hello everyone. Your production is amazing, man. I, I love that intro. All right. Well... Let's get going, shall we? Hey. Well, we, you know, you and I first spoke in 2017. We got to officially work together in 2018. And when I see your LinkedIn posts and the tremendous success you've had, I just want to say congratulations, man. It means a lot to me that I've known you from the early days and to see you just continue to grow. So congrats on all your success, man. Thanks, Steve. It's been, you have been such a great inspiration, right? I, I was just telling you, even before we launched the app, I was reading your content. I was, uh, looking at your videos, I remember when you were begging people to subscribe because you wanted to show your wife that you had over a thousand subscribers, and I was one of them, the, 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 first, the first ones. So it's so good to be here, and thanks for for your support so far. 
Yeah, man. There, here's the app. So just so for those who aren't familiar, Francisco, you tell me how well I do. It is a bedtime app, but it's a little bit different from like just stories and stuff. It's actually about infant massage and how you can massage your baby to help them sleep better. So how do I do with the app? Yeah, perfect. That in, in essence, that's what the storybook does. It combines relaxation techniques, mostly infant massage, but we also have guided breathing. We also have meditation and it's always paired with stories. So the kid. Kids are just listening to the audio while the parent is following the relaxation techniques. It's an amazing bonding experience. Like Parents really enjoy this moment of bonding and, and strengthening the relationship. And the outcome of that is that kids uh, get excited about bedtime. They want to go to bed early because it's their storybook time. Uh, but also they sleep better because all these uh, relaxation techniques and the benefits in their, uh, even biochemical, le- in a bi- biochemical level in their bodies in their relaxation so so yeah that's that's in essence what we do at story you know i think we forget and especially this is me admitting as a dad like you know i'm very i hug my daughter all the time but i have to almost remind myself to make sure i feel i touch my son give him a hug you know give him a high five because you know obviously the five love languages touch is such an important part and so i can see the value of it and just early on you know babies need that sense of touch too absolutely absolutely and it, this comes naturally for mostly for mothers, not for <laughs> everyone, but mostly for us as fathers. Right. We have to build from from scratch. You have to build your bonding with your kid, and that 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 is called attachment. The the attachment you create with your with your uh, son, with your daughter, has to be healthy because that's going to be the basis for all their future relationships and the the basis for their emotional well being. And one important thing is to make them not only that they know that they are loved by by dad, by mom, but also to feel that they are loved by mom and dad. And that's what Storybook is bringing every night. I love it. I know Rudy might need some. Rudy, good evening. But all right, I'll hug you when I see you in person. All right, Romaine, how's it going, brother? And then we got Luke here, Eric. And then Eric, whoa, fancy production. Thank you, Eric. You know, try to pod what's happening, my friend. All right. Francisco, let's break it down. So you went from zero to 100,000 users using a social media tactic. You share this in Vegas. We got to meet finally in person at the MGS Vegas event. But let's break it down for the audience. How can we sort of do the same thing for our app too? Of course. So I'll try to uh, summarize this one. Uh, But in essence, um, sometimes you have to think out of the box to get a good creative uh, work to work. And um, what we did before launching the app is we realized that we had a story to tell. So we went ahead and wrote our story and how we came up with the idea of Storybook. And to be completely fair, um, Storybook's idea, it's uh, my wife's. Uh, She's my co-founder. She's the one who came up with the idea of combining relaxation techniques, stories, and music. And we wrote a post about it. And something that sometimes founders think is, I don't have a story to tell. I, I truly believe that everyone has one uh, from what inspired you to create your app or what inspired you to, to go into your own business or your side business. There's always a story. And when, when people can see through your story, they can relate to what it, why this is important for you, why this is important for them, and how this can make them a better person. So... Um, we went ahead, wrote a post about it, and we, we did a couple of things intentionally to make it um, go viral. 
happy to show you. Uh, but the, the bottom line is, um, even though there's best practice in, in advertising, in meta ads and so on, uh, sometimes uh, doing the unconventional works and it's something that we all have. We all have a story and we all have the capacity to write a social media post. And with some here tweaks here and there, uh, we can make it go viral. So, um, but I can, let's share. share it. Let's share it. Yes, let's I love see. visuals, man. Yeah. I love visuals. People don't want to see our faces the whole time, okay? Yeah, I, <laughs> as beautiful as we are, they don't want to see us. <laughs> of course. Uh, let me see if this goes full screen. Yes. There we go. Can you see my full screen now? Yep. Awesome. So this is pretty much the, the post. Uh, this is what we wrote in 2018 as our first ever um, attempt to get users. And uh, if you scan your screen right now, um, you will find one of the variants of our story, creating a storybook uh, you have in English and in Spanish. Uh, what you will see here, it's a couple of things, and I have a video to show you if you cannot do it for, for now. Let me show you here. First, it's a really long copy. This is not a quick copy, uh, a strong hook, and that's it. It's a very long read. And it's, again, it's our story, how, how we felt about it, about uh, our lives as parents, our struggles, um, and how this led us to the idea of Storybook and how we launched it. Um, so a, a couple of things to, to bear in mind here. First, look who is posting. This wasn't posted by a brand. This was posted by a person. So my co-founder, Daniela, uh, she created her Facebook uh, page that uh, that same day that we, we opened that from zero, her uh, professional profile, not only her personal account, but she created this from scratch to post this. Um, again, it's a long format copy. Uh, I think we have over a thousand words in there. Uh, it's just a picture. We, we know now that uh, organic performs better, especially since TikTok and Reels and Stories, organic, it's a, it's a king. Um, but back then, we, we, it made sense. This was a true story written from our hearts that show a true picture that shows a mom with her kids. Mm -hmm. And um, another interesting thing is this wasn't an ad. This was a post. You can see it right here. It, it was intentionally written, so it's, it's a post and not an ad. And why is this important? Because first, yes, we didn't have the budget. We really wanted to, to see if this works. We tried a couple of variants. Once we found one that was bringing attention in shares, uh, we started to put this everywhere we could in Facebook groups, uh, sharing it with everyone that we could, interacting with everyone that commented, um, and uh, magic started to happen. Uh, look at the number of reactions just in this post, wow. 150,000 reactions, 18,000 comments, um, 32 shares. I don't know exactly what that link clicks means, but we, we did have the download uh, link in the comments. Right. And, um, that was the main way of getting uh, installs. So this is a quick graph to show you how, how things went after that. And even though this was way back in the day before uh, iOS 14 and all this uh, chaos, um, this, this worked really well, but it still performs to, to the day. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we keep using this now with advertising, with ads. We keep using different variants of that same story with different images, with different copies, pretty much the same essence. 
and is still one of our main uh, sources of installs. You can see here, 40% of our installs in one way or another have to do with this um, strategy. And this is another added value of, of creating uh, your storytelling technique through your own persona is that uh, your own bio, your, yourself, uh, is you, you get a community alongside with that. I told you that we started from scratch. We opened Dani Vega's uh, Facebook page from zero. Now she has over 160,000 followers. Uh, same on Instagram. She has now over 50,000 followers. Wow. And she's only pretty much posting about storybook and all things uh, bonding and all things sleep. So this community really, really works in her favor. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the, the short version of it. Happy to share more details about it. And here's a quick recap, right? Um, creatives are the key. We all know this. Uh, we, we, the, the most room to, to improve we have is working on creatives. There is so, just so many things you, have to, you can do on meta ads. There's just so many things you can do in terms of uh, tweaking subscriptions. Uh, creatives is a never-ending way of improving your results. Um, something that I love is people don't want to buy from brands. Yeah. They, they want to hear from people. They want to hear from experiences. So use that in your favor and create your own uh, account, your own um, uh, social media, and tell them your story. And if, even if you don't have one, if you think yours is not really, really great, uh, I'm sure your product has improved the life of someone, and you can find that story from a current user of your, your, your app. Um, and yeah, and keep working with non-conventional formats. Um, even static still works. Static mm -hmm. ads, um, yeah. Keep keep experimenting because um, you once you get it right, it's gonna be uh, quite a difference in your results. You you saw it in our case. Francisco, can you go back to the post real quick? One of the things I want to just make sure we recap is he didn't link. It wasn't like he linked to the app and make sure you download it. It was like one of the first comments, right? Like, hey, if you really want to check out our our app, is was it wasn't it the first one of the first comments that you put in there where they can find out about the app, or was it yeah. like the very bottom? It was in the description of the. It, it was on the on the copy here. At some point, it was mm -hmm. on the comments, and once people commented, "Hey, I, I feel the same. Parenting is so hard." Um, I, I lived through something similar. We commented, hey, thanks for um, uh, your support. Here's the link. Please try the app. Let us know what your thoughts. Yeah. So we were really active on this because we wanted to boost engagement. Um, and, and something that I didn't mention, at some point, we started to boost this post to, mm. to reach more people. But we again, we didn't do it as an app. We weren't targeting installs or um, uh, other down... Uh, funnel conversion rates, like uh, conversions, like uh, trials, we were boosting towards get more engagement because since this was already showing signs of virality, we knew that this was interesting for people. It has an interesting hook. It was an interesting story. And the more engagement we got, the more people were drawn to this. So once you see a post that has, I don't know, 10,000 comments, you're tempted to go and check the comments. And if you see the comments that tell you, hey, this app looks amazing, where can I download it? You will be drawn to download the app. So okay. engagement was super, super important here. We got a question. FIFA WC New says, how come Danny didn't use her original account? She used um, create a page for Danny. 
Yeah, because uh, in Facebook, you I'm, I'm not uh, 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 quite an expert on what's happening on Facebook nowadays, but in Facebook, you have essentially a personal uh, page and a, a professional page. Um, and I don't, I'm not using the right terminology. I think it's uh, a brand account and a personal account. So you can only do things like boost, uh, boosting posts and creating ads from the uh, professional page, the business page. So that's why we wanted to have a business page. Another thing, on your personal account on Facebook, you can only have 5,000 friends. Uh, that was the cap back then. I don't know now. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course, we, we needed to build it as a brand, as a, uh, as a blogger, as an influencer brand. So it'll grow limitlessly and it, it will allow us to advertise at some point. Until the day we run ads using uh, her social media account. Oh, awesome. I love it. I love that, you know, like you could have easily just created a storybook page, which you now have on Facebook, but you still use Danny's because it sounds personal. It's a personal story. So it makes sense to have a personal name on that. So it's like an influencer account, so to speak. Hey, we got Sticky Games who talked about, hey, can you talk about early access? I don't know what you mean by st early access, Sticky Games. What do you think he, he means? Right? Um, early access. Um, I'm guessing what happened with the first... Uh, Installs if we had uh, some sort of a, a wait list or something like that, and maybe that's that's the the, the question. Um, in the early days, um, what we had, and this is an interesting thing as well, uh, Steve, uh, our business model was different. So when we launched the app in, in for the probably the first year, it was a pay per download app. So uh, we didn't have a, a, a what's the word a waiting list. Uh, what we did is we built a community on social media uh, by sharing this story when we were trying out what's the best story and what's uh, performing the best. So we got ourselves into some parenting groups and we started to have some following to uh, Danny's uh, page. Mm. Uh, and we leveraged them for when we actually released the app. And we said, hey, now the app is live. Please share your story. Please share the app. Please try the app. So early days, uh, that was uh, what we did. Uh, and again, uh, it was a paper download app, which was a bad decision, uh, but uh, it was a great uh, way of testing if people were uh, um, willing to pay for something like this. Yeah. So after the first 20, 30,000 paying users, we already had the commitment that this is going to scale. This is going to scale much better if we go to a subscription version. And we changed that. And that's why we, now we have close to 3 million downloads. That's awesome. So just to recap, the 100,000 were all paid downloads. The uh, big part of that. Uh, yeah. At some point, we changed that. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the big part, the, a good part of that were paid downloads. That's awesome. Arena, how's it going? Makes sense. I use my first personal Facebook for now, too. And I think, you know, it's not a personal Facebook account. It's a Facebook page, but with Danny name, Danny's name on it. So just... Make sure you guys understand the difference. Francisco talked about it a little bit with your personal account. It might be limited in what you can do, but when you, when you have a page and you name it by your personal name, it makes it a little bit easier to do a few other things. All right. I want to say hi to a few people. Ricardo, what's happening, brother? And then George, good to see you. Maybe I'll see you in London. Maybe not. Miguel, how's it going? And then Kevin, happy birthday, bro. Let me buy you lunch. I'm going to assume I have your email. So if that's your PayPal or Venmo, let me know. I'll buy you lunch. Marco says, Steve, you the man. No, Marcos. Well, thank you. You're the man too. Hey, Francisco, knowing what you know now, okay? Because I feel like when I break it down, that that content, that post, 
UGC, like all the crap that we talk about now, right? Like that was 2018, by the way, that, that Francisco shared. So UGC content, right? Like user generated. We don't need professional photos. It was something that Francisco just did by himself, right? Yeah. Real, authentic. Knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would change with that post and break it down? Like if I were to create a viral post today, is there anything that you would change from 2018? That's a great question. I guess... Uh, things have changed in terms of platforms. They, that changed changed a lot. So um, I would have, uh, if I do it right now from scratch, and this is something we're still doing with the team, I, I would be thinking on how I make this uh, video first uh, kind of content. But again, mm -hmm. uh, thinking out of the box, because everything is video first now, maybe a, a written post like this one, it's a good idea of, to stand out of the crowd. Um, but knowing what I know now, in terms of the post, um, I think uh, we we hit it uh, in the in the right place uh, with the with the basis of let's do storytelling, let's iterate. We had a good foundation for that. We were a team of two, so we didn't have the, even for the translation. We have to hire a freelancer to translate the story for us. Um, so that's something that you can do if you are not good at writing uh, or you don't think you're good at writing. You can write a freelancer to write the story. So uh, there there are not really no no excuses to do this. Um, but yeah, maybe if I have to do it from scratch and with the things that I know now, um, I will definitely consider uh, first taking more videos, more photos, organic photos of, of those moments where our kids were younger, uh, <laughs> because you never know, you, you might be able to use them like this. Um, and I would definitely consider a, a video version, uh, an organic video version uh, to showcase our story as well. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Too. Okay, let's see. Arena uh, says, hopefully we transition to audio first eventually. I think audio still has a place. Can't wait to work with you again. Um, I don't. What's your name? <laughs> I don't even know we work together, but that's that's great too. Hey, Francisco, you talked about this too. You were originally a paid app, and then now you're a subscription based app. Let's break that down because one, the first question I have for you because I have an idea for an app launch, like your fastest one thousand dollars in revenue. And part of it is launching as a paid app. But how did you remember who got the who paid for the app so that you don't charge them for a subscription? That's that's a great question. And actually, that that was something that we um, we didn't do it right. So the first thing that we do we did once we transitioned to subscriptions, uh, we said, "Hey, everyone that paid for the app already to download the app, even though it was a fraction in comparison of, of the subscription price." Mm. Um, we are so grateful with you. We want to give you a full year, extra year uh, for free. And after one year, you will have to subscribe if you want to keep using the service. So nobody complained by then. But after a year, we had people saying, hey, I already paid for the app. Uh, I was one of the first people to, to support you. I, I bought into your story. I, I follow you on social media. I developed a, a bond with you. And now you're charging me for your app. Right. Um, so we figured... The best uh, thing that we can do is uh, let's uh, uh, give them a discount and get them for another year. And we did that. Some people bought uh, a subscription for the with the yearly discount. And after a year, they came back again and say, "Hey, I now need to pay another full year." <laughs> uh, and we decided to give a legacy plan to them and say, "Hey, you've been amazing with us. You've already been sticking with us since launch. So we want you to have." free access for Storybook Premium for life. So mm -hmm. we did that at the end. I would have done that in the very beginning the, the, when we transitioned to subscription 
because I, I think that was the right thing to do. I think um, you cannot put a price on loyal loyalship. And um, the, the, the first paying, paying the users, the first 30,000, the first 50,000, um, it's not only, that's not the, the whole bucket, right? It's going to be a drop in, in, a, in the ocean once we reach our full capacity. So um, I'd rather have a very loyal, uh, small user base to start with and try to get more money out of the people who uh, trusted us from the beginning. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but that was a bit messy, but ultimately that's how we uh, worked it out. Well, how did you, would you just wait for the complaints and then you say free access? How did you, was there like a technical perspective to know that these guys came in as a paid user to then transition them and give them, you know, lifetime access? Essentially? Yeah, it's like in a startup, most of the things you do are uh, test and see. <laughs> and and, and we, we, we tried it. We, we came around with the team, we discussed this, there were some people saying, "Hey, no, let's do this. Let's let's waste. It might be money in the. We are leaving money in the table. Other were, hey, these were very loyal to us. So we we decided let's test and see what happens. So yes, of course, when 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 they didn't notice a disruption, nobody complained. So we thought, yes, that was a good decision to to do. But after a year and complaints started to come in, we didn't want that to happen. So uh, it it were it, it was three different meetings. One after one after every year to come out to this conclusion, but that's something I would I would rather do differently. Differently. I like it. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. All right, Luke has a question. You share what you want to share, Francisco. We are live and it is public. Are you happy to talk about the numbers on your app? I can see it's very successful on Sensor Tower. I like to know number of staff, number of current users, churn rate current advertising. Luke wants it all. All right, Francisco. All right, but share what you want to share. All right, Luke. Yeah, Come on, Luke. To arrange a one-on-one look and and, and drive it our um, the benchmarks, but uh, yeah, happy to share some things in general terms. Um, for example, uh, we have uh, 2.5 million downloads, a little bit more than that till the day. That's a vanity metric, of course, because downloads just means something, but it's not the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, a very good number, very healthy number of subscribers. Uh, in comparison of our monthly active users. Um, I think that some, some areas where we uh, uh, outperform uh, benchmarks are our conversion metrics. So for example, from install to subscription, we are very close to 10% consistently, uh, which, is, which is very healthy. Um, we have a, a very uh, healthy um, trial to subscription rate, a very healthy install to trial rate, of course, we are pushing for more, uh, but once you get into subscriptions, another important thing, and this is a, a, a pending conversation we have, a pen, pending discussion, we have only yearly subscriptions, <laughs> which are an entirely different animal to analyze than monthly subscriptions. So we only have yearly subscriptions, and uh, once you see these metrics, uh, around 10%, 9%, 8%, depending on the country and the uh, OS, um, install to subscription, uh, in yearly plans, that's that's really good. Um, but yeah, I, we can go for hours about this. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll share. Francisco and I had a. I, I like disagreeing with people sometimes in a, in a healthy debate, but he was talking about, Francisco, you said, look, I'm a proponent of just having a yearly option. And I said, no, I disagree with you. I'm a proponent of having three different options because I like having three options because I feel like people with a, just a yearly option, yes or no. And you came back and so we're still debating. And I think, but talk to me about you, what you currently, what you had before while I walk through your app flow and what you're seeing with just moving to yearly. 
Yes, but I don't want to disrupt your, your thinking as you go through this. So I, I would definitely like to hear your thoughts and, and people here uh, tuning in, if leave your thoughts. There is plenty of room for improvement in our uh, onboarding. So let us know what, what you think as Steve goes through this. Oh, you uh, want the people in the comments to you want their thoughts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in general terms, this is what I believe, right? There's not a perfect recipe for everyone. Um, so I tend to look at who are the leaders in our segment. Uh, there's nothing like Storybook in the market, but the closest we compare with uh, it's a Headspace, Calm, the meditation apps. Um, and if you go and check them, they only have yearly plans, um, at least in their first uh, paywall. And that's for a good reason. Um, they have invested millions of dollars in testing what, what performs best. We haven't invested that much, but in our A-B test, we have seen always that uh, yearly has a higher LTV than monthly. And yes, monthly gives you more access. Uh, a lot more people will be able to, to try a paid plan if it's a monthly plan. There's a lesser of a, a entry a barrier of, uh, to entry there. Uh, but what we've seen is uh, with a you're seeing now a 14. You're, we are running a Navy test, so it's interesting that you will see you're seeing the 14 day trial. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but this is what we've seen in our experience. The, the LTV is higher, uh, retention is healthy with yeah. uh, yearly plans, and yeah, it's performed the best for us. And you're so you're testing 14 day trial versus seven day trial, I'm assuming right now. We're currently running that AB test. It's amazing that you can get a be able to get a healthy trial subscription rate despite the fact that you have you know decline free trial offer super big and bold <laughs> up here this is the the finding of an experiment okay. we, we made that decline free trial really big because people don't like to decline things so it feels like you're mm. quitting something so instead of just just having the x uh, out there and it's that's not personal that's something you just want to get rid of you are here saying i want to decline something decline something mm. free so th this is performing really well for us. I like it. And I think if you had to do only yearly, I think these timeline, I call it the Blinkist model, but these timeline deadline type of paywalls perform the best if you're going to go yearly too. I love it. Man. Yeah, because here the, the question is not whether I go with a monthly or a yearly. I'm, I'm not getting your mind to think what right. you're going to choose. I'm just saying, saying hey, this is a free to try. It's easy to try. Uh, just go and try it. I'm not trying to give you options. It's just go. This is the only button you have to click, and that's it. So I love it, man. I love it. It's nice. All right, go check out the Storybook app as well. All right, we got some questions here. To do 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 do. Let's get through some of the questions. I want to make sure we're good on time. FIFA News says, "How many posts did Danny share before this story went viral?" It's a great question. Yeah, um, none. <laughs> we we started with that. Of course, the, that same uh, story we shared it many, many times, but we weren't posting consistently before that to build an ad audience. That's something uh, mm. we didn't do. It, now we kind of do it. Uh, she definitely does on Instagram, but on, on Facebook, we are just sharing things and, and we haven't been as uh, diligent as we, we, we should be. But before uh, posting that, there was none. If you go and check the first post of uh, Danny, Danny's uh, Facebook page, uh, that will be the very first post you will find. And then several uh, other attempts to the same story with other images or with some tweaks in the copy. And if you go and check the shares, we shared it to many, many, many 
Facebook groups, because that's another thing that Facebook has that works really well, the, the group capacity, the group feature. So moms of Boca Raton, eh, mamas in Colombia, eh, moms with eh, sleep problems. Eh, so you have all these many groups. So we went there, posted there, and also interacted with the admins to make sure that they comment and that will boost engagement and boost views. So there's a lot, this is a lot of guerrilla tactics in place. There was a lot of hustle, uh, but again, getting to the number of downloads and the most important thing for me, because it wasn't really about the money, how, how, how much can we make with this tactic? It was about proving that we had a product that people were willing to buy that could scale and that was really uh, delivering on or mission to uh, improve children's emotional well-being and sleep. I love it, man. You know, somebody, we had a phishing guest, a developer of a phishing app. He said the same thing. You know, he created a post from his page. It was a app, you know, company page. And then he would share it to groups that helped it go viral. It also helped it, his page, his page grow a following too. But I like what you did with uh, admin and talking to the admin because they see an admin. It means so much more, dude. I love that strategy. Well, there's there's one. I know you just mentioned it, and I remember it. Something that we did to to build a user base before we launched the, the actual story is we created our own Facebook group. Mm. Uh, Daniela did, and, and this was a group to rally moms uh, for some uh, sorts of um, inclusion in public spaces. Like I want to have a, a diaper changing place when I go to this. Uh, I don't know restaurant there wasn't one so this they, she rallied a group of people for a common cause only mothers uh, she got like 10,000 moms in there so that was another important thing where we tested this and once we launched we leveraged this group to to get it go, go viral and that's how we learned um, that if you engage with the admins of the groups uh, your probabilities of getting more views are much higher and people tend to comment whatever the admins comment so yeah we also learned that did you engage with the admins before posting or after posting? Some groups require you to uh, uh, tell them why you want to join uh, and they have to approve you. So there's a first uh, interaction there and we always followed, hey, we want to post this. It's again, it might be against the rules of the group, but just wanted to share the story. And once they say, hey, go ahead for it, please interact or we tag them on the comments. So, yeah. I like it. All right, Johnny says, can Francisco, I think we talked about this, but can Francisco talk about the process, create the post, go to a group and post it? Did you get rejections from the owner of the group? And how did you track installs? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we got tons of rejections. As a, a startup founder, you get used to that, right? <laughs> and, but again, we were hustling. We were doing this at a scale. We were, at some point, I think we were sharing these in, like 50 groups a day, like we, we were really working hard to get this go viral um, and it paid off, uh, but it was a, a, a lot of work. And uh, in terms of uh, rejection, there's always another Facebook group and there's other, always another uh, WhatsApp group or um, people you can tag or people you can DM. So, so yeah, uh, I guess you will find other options. I love it. Okay, we'll go through these questions. How did you get featured by Apple and get some press early on? That wasn't early on. And we got featured by Apple just last year for the first time. And uh, in Latin America, we haven't been featured 
uh, officially in the US, but that's the plan for this year. We will get that, uh, we'll make that happen. I'm 100% confident. And that's what led me to Steve. Uh, the first thing that we did uh, after we yeah, saw that, yes. <laughs> well, but you helped us with, with many other things, uh, was, hey, Steve, we want to get Apple to feature us. So he, he told us, he, he was kind enough to, to tell, tell us, hey, um, I can give you all my the, 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 my knowledge. This is all the things, the tricks that you have to do. Of course, there is no guarantees, but go and do this and tell me if that works. So we have the, the right blueprint. Uh, probably the execution wasn't the best. We were really new at this. Um, but it, it helped us a lot because we got everything uh, pretty straightforward. We understand the process. Um, we we had um, healthier expectations. We are we already knew once we spoke with Steve that this wasn't an easy fit to get. So we couldn't rely that the success of this company was based out of Apple's uh, editorial team discovering us, but rather on our we doing our work and hustling and getting this out of the noise. Um, and um, press, that's a different that's a different thing. Uh, there are many ways to reach press, um, especially local press. It's easier to get because they want to highlight uh, local talent. So we're from Ecuador. Uh, so once we got our, uh, I think it was, um, first 10,000 downloads, that was already an interesting news for local press, then national press. Then uh, Forbes Latin America picked us up um, because we raised our first uh, investment round. And from then on, we've developed greater relationships with some media outlets. And through the people that we met, the networking that we've done, we've been able to, to reach other, some others more. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it. yeah. That's All really right, good. let's zip through these. Ricardo says, do you think it's really possible to reach 100,000 without product market fit? Hundred thousand downloads. Yeah. You can definitely can you can definitely get a hundred thousand downloads with a product that doesn't really work or <laughs> doesn't have really have an audience. Yeah. Um, it 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 really the, the true metric to to find product market fit. It's um, how much money you are making out of of that and uh, how's the retention looking, which correlates to how much how much money are you making out of this. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely get installs. That that's a that's a vanity metric. Um, so that's, that's, I don't know what you think, Steve. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I completely agree. Luke says, nice one. Thanks for sharing, Francisco. Really interesting to know that 10% are converting on the yearly option. Amazing. That's paid, by the way. All right. Would you say that your target users are mainly Spanish speaking? Looking at Danny's page, it's mainly in Spanish. Yeah, well, we started with uh, Spanish, uh, but also in English. If you if you scan, I, I didn't li li uh, leave it for too long. Uh, but we also had an English version of that post, and we posted on Danny's, Vega, uh, Danny, uh, Danny's page as well. Mm. Uh, and that one also went viral. So uh, we did it in, in the two uh, demographics. It performed really well on both. Uh, probably in the Spanish-speaking, uh, outperformed the, the English one. But I would say uh, to the day, we keep using the same ideas for the U.S. Uh, campaigns in, in our current ads with Danny's image, with Danny's videos. Um, and it uh, still performs really well, but your surveys is roughly 50, 50 right now. Nice. Nice. So half Spanish, half English speaker. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. All right. Justin says, is the recording of the whole discussion going to be shared on the YouTube page? I believe if you just watched this as a recording, you'll still see the chat on the right hand side. And then did you pay any of the admins? No. Nope. Okay. 
And then Arena, she's a great person. I run a Scottsdale moms group on Facebook with 6,000 moms. If I can help in any way, happy to. So if you need that intro, let me know and I'll connect you with her. Yeah, I'd love to. We'd love, we'd love to talk to you. Joe said, Joe, how's it going? Valuable stuff here. And then FIFA News. Steve helped us getting featured in Mashable when we had another app startup. Steve is the best. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with that. Yo, I needed that. All right. I'm going through some things right now. (laughs) Let's see. Let's get into the app audit side of things. And then I like to start off every app audit, even though Francisco doesn't have one with dad jokes. All right, Francisco, I will just do one. Maybe somebody in the comments wants to challenge me and then, you know, we can fight there. All right, Francisco, here we go. What happens when you cross an angry sheep and an angry cow? You get two animals in a bad mood. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yep. Uh, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. What's happening, Sarah? We'd love to connect with you with your with you for my new company, teaching dads how to take better picks. All right, if you need that intro. Let me know. And Sarah's a good friend of mine. Got to meet her in 2017. So she's really good. I see good alignment for your app and our product. She's got a great, yeah, past podcast guest. We got a great family here. All right, let's get into Lou. Well, Francisco, you know, I had to keep it racy. We're going to talk about baby apps. And so there's new to make a baby. You need a couple of games to get it going. <laughs> and so Luciano says first time user experience for his app. It's a sex game for couples called Couplet. All right. So 10,000 downloads, pretty decent, pretty decent reviews, 3.8. I don't know what we're going to get into Francisco. I haven't looked at the app. And so <laughs> hopefully yeah. nothing racy is going to happen, but we'll take a peek. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Anything from uh, App Store presence that you see that you want to highlight? Um, I like the screenshots. Very well polished. Um, one idea in each one. I think that's that's really good. Um, I think the value proposition is super clear. Um, the only thing I'm I'm thinking as I read this, um, and I'm talking as a parent, right? Do I do I want to have an app that is called Sex Game on my iPhone? Uh, and you know, kids. <laughs> steal your phone to play games and to do, do stuff i don't know if i want to have an app that is called like this uh, well, let's see what it says on my on my phone huh <laughs> that's true uh mom it's probably yeah, yeah, let's just it. uh okay let's take a he wants first time user experience let's take a look at that this is my iphone oops all right let's get into the app what's it say couple of okay so it doesn't say anything Fancy. And it's just a spicy thing. So I like, I actually like the icon a lot. You know? Yeah. Yeah, It's a chili pepper. I like it. Okay. Let's get into the app. Let's see what, what trouble I'm going to get into. All right. Weekly ideas. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Learn from professionals. Okay. Uh, Go from mild to wild. All right. I like it. I like it. All right, makes. Hey, Francisco, I know you kind of forced the login. And what I really like about your login page too was you, I don't have any more, but you asked for the email up top and then you did the social logins too. And one of my previous guests said, you know, just having a form field with the email because they were too lazy to do a, well, they did not lazy. They just didn't have the technical resources to do the social logins yet. It's really performing well. And I kind of like it. Like instead of like, 
email password, just asking for my initial email. For some reason, I'm more willing to give it to you when you just ask for an email versus like, you know, create an account. It feels like ah, another one, you know, like, I don't know. For me, psychology wise, it feels like a lot more work. The, the wording create an account sucks. People don't like that. Yeah. So I will put in my my old Yahoo. Don't hate me. I don't use Yahoo anymore. So this is my test account. All right. Let me put it just in case you guys see. Password one, two, three. And a question mark at the end. Oh, what I don't like is, okay, so I hate, oh my God, I hate when people do this. So this says login. I was assuming that this was email. And so it says login, but look, it's a first time user experience. I'm not logging in. I'm signing up. So why are you not asking me to sign up? All right. So fix that. All right. Let me go back into putting my info in again. Okay, we got some. Thanks, Steve. Joe says, really dig the screenshot and app icon. And then Arena. Goodbye. Have a good weekend. She's out. Francisco, everybody wants to connect with you, man. Nobody wants to connect with me. Everybody's like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's connect. I'll put my LinkedIn here in the chat. It's in uh, the YouTube description as well. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Here's the sign up process. Which I call you. I like it. I like that they're breaking it up again. How do I identify myself? It's mail register. All right, they hit me with this. It's kind of expensive. I mean, I'm a fan. But I don't know if I want to pay $75 for these games. So, I don't think there's a trial. I cannot see a trial there. Let's see. Let's okay. see what happens when we hit unlock. Yeah, no, you're not eligible for a free trial. No, there's no trial. Um, it, maybe you downloaded this already, Steven. You don't remember. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> But uh, interesting that uh, the price is, is hefty and you haven't seen the app and there's no trial. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. I, I, I'm curious how the conversion is split between the three offerings. Um, Design-wise, it's, it's very polished. I, I, I really like the consistency between screens, the buttons, the text are the right size, the right, in the right place. Yep. It's obvious that uh, this team has built apps before and, and, and this is very well polished. I'm curious about the the offering here. I'm, I'm Me too. Seems, seems expensive. Uh, there's no trial in place. Um, am I by now confident enough or desperate enough to pay for it? That's my my concern. Yeah, and I, I thought I thought Android used to show like what the pr- pricing is for this. That's my initial thing. Look, one, you're on Android, so not a lot of people are willing to pay on the Android version. And then the fact that you're $75, I feel like is expensive, but I don't know the industry enough to say if this is a a price point or not. I mean, you're more expensive than Calm. And, you know, granted, I prefer prefer SEX over meditation, but still, am I willing to pay $75? I don't know about that. And we have seen that adding a trial does increase conversions. And so typically a seven-day trial will help you 
increase the number of people. But with an Android app, now I don't have enough case studies and feel confident enough yet, but I do feel like you do need an ad strategy here. So I would say remove ads somewhere around here and say like, you know, best experience, remove ads, new updates, all that stuff that you already have. And then when I hit the X and Maximilian says, can you click on the X? I'm about to, bro. I'm about to. All right. I'm going to, all I'm trying to do is give them feedback on the paywall, but show an ad because Android people just don't convert. So, ah, okay. I don't mind this, but I think you could have done it sooner. Mm. Let's see what this does. SMS. I'm going to build. I'm going to assume this is SMS. Yeah. Okay. Well, it does everything, but okay. Yeah. What if I don't want to? Yeah. I would show an ad. Like, I think you need ads. It's Android. Not a lot of people want to pay you. So have a banner ad, show the video ad, all that stuff. Because when you put remove ads and then I knowingly hit an X, right? Saying, no, I don't want to remove ads. Then I'm comfortable seeing an ad. It's like games, you know? Yeah. So we've seen good results with that. Yeah. I like that. Also, it's interesting that you register your partner after the paywall. I know. I, 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 they probably tried this, but if you register your partner before the paywall, your chances of getting to the paywall with a, a higher intent, uh, I think, are, are, are higher. Yeah. Uh, especially because you already uh, send this to someone else. There's already commitment in place. You don't want to show up on the other side of the conversation saying, hey, no, they, they do, I, I'm cheap. I, wanna, I don't want to pay for a relationship to improve. So I think it's interesting if you if you change that before the paywall. Yeah, I like it. So mm, hug each other. I like that. Play odds and evens. Whoa, my light just got brighter. Uh, and decided sensual dancer. Okay. Change nude pics. Okay. All right. Any of these interesting to you, Francisco? Is Danny gonna get any of these suggestions tonight? I'm gonna watch the recording later on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. the The other thing I want to do is I always like to look at the second open of every apps because I do feel like this is where you can be. You know, show the paywall again. We did a live stream with Jake last week, and he was saying more. He says, "Look, after seven, it has diminishing returns." But what I said to him, he is showing the paywall, and again, this is where. You know, there's app open ads now. And this is where when you say, you know, unlock all content, ad free experience, because it's Android particularly, I hit the X, you man, this thing's annoying. You show me the the ad, it's very critical to do. And then we have seen really good results with apps where if they do that strategy, it does increase the the ad revenue as well. Francisco, all right, let's, there's one question I do want to think, I think that's important for the audience too, is, you know, you've raised, I don't know if you're willing to share how much you've raised, but you've raised some money. So I know there are people in the audience who want to do the same thing. What are the key metrics that investors are really caring about these days? Yeah, um, I think it depends on the, on the stage. Uh, the, the earlier you are, you are uh, the more interested in, uh, retention in the signs of product market fit. Uh, of course, very, very early days, you want to have users sticking to the use of your app. Um, ideally, you want to have revenue uh, for a pre-seed round, for uh, uh, your first funding round. Revenue is not mandatory necessarily, but having revenue, it's definitely interesting. But it depends a lot in the kind of app you have. If that's a, a mobile game, 
then uh, you have to look at the stickiness and retention. Um, in general terms, as, as you progress, uh, the more signs of profitability and magnitude that you can show, the better. So one of the most common questions I have from, from investors right now is how you take this to a $100 million company. So that's that's a question you have to be ready to answer with the data that you have and show them trajectory, the trend that you are heading, how this will develop in other revenue streams in a larger brand. Um, but yeah, I think main things to look always, revenue, uh, stickiness, um, yeah, and, and feedback. Talk to your customers um, as frequently as you can, regardless of the size of your company, if it's uh, one person or a thousand per, uh, people uh, talking to consumers frequently, it's one of the best signs to even to talk to an investor and say, hey, I really know my audience. They are heading into this direction and I'm following them. I love it. Cool. Hey, what if, let me close the loop on this. Joe says for the Lucinio, Lucinio app, you know, show rewarded video to unlock more content right here. So that's a great idea, Joe. And I, I would suggest the same thing because Android, again, most people do not want to buy a subscription. So all about ads. Two one-star comments mention everything is paid, one free category. Rewarded ads can help that. And you need to make sure you're able to monetize on users who don't intend on paying right away. Okay. So Francisco, like without sharing what you said to the investor about how do you make this a hundred million dollar company, what is the framework that you like to follow? Because I don't know how to answer that. Like I don't know. I don't want to be hundred. Maybe I don't want to be. But like, what is there a framework that you like to follow for that? Um, I think there are, there are a couple of things in there. The first one is uh, having uh, benchmarks. It always helps. So if you can point out to someone who started in a similar industry and had a huge success, mm -hmm. that always helps. So sometimes pointing out to, hey, do you know Calm or do you know Headspace? They started in a similar place, attending a similar need in an adjacent adjacent uh, market and look where they are now. And I'm sure there's plenty of room for them to keep growing. So that's, that's one of the first things. Uh, the other thing is the execution. So how will I reach that point? And that points to who you, who you are as a person, who you have as a team, what uh, uh, pointers you can give them that you have the capacity to execute. Um, I think that's another important point. And of course, numbers. So here are my projections. This is my plan. This is my financial model. So if you have these three things uh, right, um, I think you can have an interesting conversation with a VC. I like it. Cool. We got it. The Tafik Tafik app that we'll take a look at as well. He's got a Learn Quran app. I like this. I like these niche type of apps. The number of my page views and visits, my the number of my App Store visits and downloads has doubled in recent times, so congratulations. However, the number of paying users almost did not increase at all. What should I do? All right. Well, looks like you're doing a good job, so let's take a look at the app. Mm. Wrong. Moving on. Great news, by the way. You know, did I know how to pick apps? Like, we have a baby massage one, and then we went to a sex game, and now we're going to Quran. All right. Good one, Steve. Brilliant planning. All right, here we go. It's like, take care of your baby, make a baby, and then wash it all away. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. 
So I will say I don't like complete lesson. I don't think that's a benefit. What does that mean? It feels like I'm studying. It's the best tech solution for learning the Quran. There you go. That's your tagline. Remind users exactly what you do. Complete lesson feels like, I don't know, that's just doesn't feel like a benefit to me. Yeah, it feels so, like work. Yeah. And the, even the, the, the image, the design looks a little bit homemade. <laughs> yeah. I thought we like homemade. No, not for apps. Well, uh, for apps, yes. For the product, I think you you have to to yeah. keep it a little bit more more polished. Homemade for social media, very bad for product. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm just missing quality first priority. Okay, like it. You know, like again, like maybe I would lead with Sanad certified Javi's. Like I, again, I don't know anything about this, but like that seems like the main benefit. And so rather than quality versus equals first quality, like just lead with the benefit. Like stop hiding the lead. I agree with that. All right. Joe says text is far too light and gets overpowered by the background. Increase the contrast here. And then text itself can be approved too. I yeah. agree with that. Text can be approved as well. Suitable for all levels. Okay. That's good. And then I love this joint. You know, this could have been the leading one. Yeah. This could have been the first page. Learn yeah. Quran, join over to da, 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 blah, all that junk. Okay. Let's get started. Hmm. I want to know the stats, the difference. So to feek, like reach out to me. I want to know the stats on this. But what do you want to tap, Francisco? What do you? Where, where uh, did you want to go? I wouldn't do the quiz right now. I would proceed proceed to the lesson. Okay. I don't like notifications. Okay. I don't like the contrast there with the yellow yellow letters. The yellow font. Okay. This is where he asks to upgrade a pro. So. Tafik, if you do nothing else, add this paywall to the onboarding process. After the quiz or proceed to your next lesson, just show the paywall because it is going to be valuable. He has remove ads in here, but it looks like there's no trial either. And I, you know, Francisco, like, I don't know what you think it, what do you, what your take is, but I hate that there's no like call to action because look, if I'm dumb, keep it simple, stupid, right? Or silly. If I'm dumb. I don't know where to tap. All I see are pricing policy. None of these look like buttons, yeah. you know, like cater to the audience that is not as techy as we might be. So I get that I can tap on these, but you know, maybe the other audience, your core audience might not know. So just make it start free trial. That's been the best performing button or unlock all content. Those are type of things that work better. And so I would still change the restore and put start free trial, default it to the yearly or whatever makes most most sense for you. But it looks like there's no trial here. Let's see what it pops up. Yeah, there's no trial. Yeah. Add a trial. Too. And, and going back to the question is my, my downloads have doubled, but my uh, subscriptions ha haven't. And this is the most critical piece to, to consider. Where are you putting your paywall and how your paywall looks like? So iterate here is the best the first place to go um i agree with you this, this has to be earlier on you have to show this to every user before they get to experience the app that always performs better in pretty much every app that i've seen mm -hmm. um, and um, this seems like a, a very uh, worked on a paywall you, you definitely have worked your way here put a lot of things you have worked a lot of in here but it seems like this is the first time i've seen such a paywall and you can leverage on existing paywalls that have uh, already been proven to be successful 
like we do with the Blinkist one, right? Yep. So you can go with someone that already works and just change it with your information because, as Steve said, not having a call to action here, it seems like a, definitely a, a big area of improvement. Joe says, does this app really have 2 million users? If so, that should be highlighted on the App Store screenshots for social proof. Yeah, I agree. If you really have that too. And then what I also think is, look, if you want to test this, Tafik, is try a hard paywall with more niche apps. I've seen hard paywalls where there's no X, there's no free version of the app. It's free to download, but there's really no free content within the app. I've seen that work pretty well. And that I will say only for iOS, but don't do that for Android. I think you'll get flamed on the the reviews, but for yeah. iOS, it's something to consider. We've seen really good results with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think if you already have these many users, and I'm guessing retention should be really high in an app like this, mm-hmm. uh, investing in a UI UX designer would be a, a great way to go. I really think the design can be improved. And that also translates to my willingness to pay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, this was early on, but when I, from one of my kids apps, when it was all black and white, Francisco, but like when I changed it, and this is all completely paid, by the way, when I changed it and added color and I hired somebody from 99designs, wouldn't you know it? The app features were all the same, but the, the downloads just went up. It was like white, like sketchy looking. And then I just added bright yellow colors and like, just like clockwork, a little simple design change made a huge difference in sales. And it's a paid app. So I saw a direct impact. Okay. Yeah. Show the paywall again, again, pay more. So the n- number one metric that you got to focus on Tafik is install to paywall view. You want to get that as close to hundred percent as possible. And then more paywall views equals more revenue. It's the easiest way to think about it. And if you say remove ads, you know, consider you have the hits here, remove all ads, consider having a banner ad down here, consider, you know, other ads, especially on Android, maybe not so much on iOS, especially on Android. If you have that there too cool all right francisco i don't think we have anything else anything i missed that you want to make sure we mention um no i think only uh when when is the next next time we'll be talking (laughs) (laughs) anytime my friend you got an open invite congrats on all the success man i love keeping in touch with people you know sarah life labs she came to one of my events 2017 and we got to see the beta version and she's gone on to tremendous success you and i talked first time 2017 worked officially 2018 look i had nothing to do with your success congratulations and all your success so far but i love being able to keep in touch with these app founders because it's a great community that we have here so congratulations my friend and again it is storybook so check out storybook on ios and Android. If you just search for Storybook, they are number one. Nothing else? I I just sort of like Francisco's only thinking about the couplet game. That's all. He's like, I gotta rewatch that game. I gotta rewatch the video. <laughs> Francisco, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else besides the Storybook app? If you have kids, try the app. If you don't have kids, try the other app. <laughs> no, and just happy to, keep in touch. happy to keep in touch. We can definitely connect on LinkedIn. Happy to answer any other question that it's lingering in your mind right now. And all the all the best because I I really appreciate founders and put it. There's a lot of work to put together an app and pursue this path. So kudos to you and and I'm rooting for every single app founder out there. Same, I agree with you. 
And then Joe says, Storybook app looks really, really nice. It's a great app. Look, I don't think there's anything like this in the market. It really combines everything that you need for bedtime, including the most critical part, which we always forget about. We always think reading, but it's the touch. It's the connection. We all need it as humans. So if you need a hug, just let me know. I'm available too. <laughs> all right. Not in a creepy way, by the way. All right. <laughs> Join us next week. We're going to talk to Mila and she's grown her app. I think it was hundreds of thousands of users. I got to really look at it, but she has a TikTok strategy and I love TikTok. So I'm always wanting to learn more. And she is a entrepreneur, founder, app publisher, and she's been able to use TikTok, especially sticky games, early access. That's what she's been able to do. She's been able to drive 10,000 plus users just using TikTok early on in the app journey. So we're going to talk about that next week, every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And I'm going to be in London. I'm doing a, a workshop tour, so to speak. So we're going to be in London. We're going to be in San Francisco as well. So stay tuned for that. All right, that's it. If you want to connect with Francisco, all the links are into the YouTube description or your favorite podcast app. All right, guys, have a great weekend. I'll see you next Thanks time. Much. Take Bye. care. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.